Alright, welcome back to Mastering You. I'm your host, Matt Sutton, and this week I'm back to share the second part in this two-part series that I've been doing on my top 20 lessons from 2020, and that's covering categories of fitness, nutrition, business, and mindset. Uh, in other news this week, we we went back into another lockdown. So this is the third lockdown um, in the UK since the pandemic started. So we're kind of getting used to it by now. Um, we kind of know the drill. Uh, we've obviously had to close our gyms again, but um, our members have been absolutely fantastic in supporting us every step of the way. And uh, we're continuing to keep them in amazing shape, physically, mentally. Um, we have daily online training sessions for them. We have a daily challenge for them in our WhatsApp group and coaching calls and one-to-one coaching. And uh, starting the next week, we're actually kicking off a brand new six-week online transformation challenge. Now, that's what we're kind of known for. We have a, a specialized six-week program that we run for people. Um, but um, this is probably only the second or third time we've really run this as a virtual challenge. And uh, it's going to be cool. Really excited about it. There's going to be some prizes at the end for the best transformers. And the cool thing for any of you listening that aren't local to us is that you know, if you feel like you're ready to get in great shape and you want to get involved in something like this, then you can do it from anywhere in the world. Um, so all you have to do is go to this, this address here. It's bit.ly forward slash LPT virtual six. Okay, so that's bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash LPT virtual and then six, the number six. And that will take you through to our goal setting form. And you'll be asked a few questions about where your energy levels are, you know, where your, what your sleep's like, you know, how you feel in yourself. It will ask you about what your goals are and um, get you quite specific about how committed you are about them, what help you need. And then, you know, you'll get a call from myself and we'll have a chat and we can go through a couple of the different options that we have to actually get involved in our online six-week transformation challenge. What do you need for this to join us? Well, literally all you need is Wi-Fi, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure that you have. Um and a little bit of room room to swing a cat would be a <laughs> would be enough to follow most of our workouts if you do have any dumbbells or weights lying around then you that will certainly help but it's not uh, an absolute essential so um yeah if you want to get involved then just go back that one more time on that address it is bit bit dot ly forward slash lpt virtual six cool okay so in today's episode like i said i'm going to be going through the last of my top 20 list so what i would suggest you do is grab a pen and paper and make some notes and uh, enjoy enjoy this episode guys and hope you're keeping really well
All right, we are live. So welcome back to Mastering You. Uh, so I decided just to uh, mix things up. I always like to kind of try new things out. Um, I decided that I'll do part two of this uh, little two-part mini-series on my 20 lessons of 2020. Um, I decided to do that live. So we're going live right now. We're going live out to the Mastering You group, going out to uh, LPT, Kettering, going out to uh, my performance page. So uh, if you are joining me live, then come and say hello. And also what I'd love to do, what I thought would be really cool, is if you want to post your lessons below, what did you learn from 2020? What, what lessons do you think that you can take into this year that you think will help you or others? Um, I've been sharing mine. So uh, in case you missed it, um, in the last episode, I shared my top top 10, my first top 10 lessons, but I've got, I've actually got 12. So I've got 10 lessons and two kind of bonus lessons. And what I did, in case you missed part one, is I basically categorized them. So I'm sharing lessons that I learned from nutrition, um, lessons in business. So if you're a business owner, or actually some of these business lessons kind of apply to anyone, to be quite honest. Um, lessons in mindset, and yes, obviously lessons in fitness as well. And I actually have a bonus bonus lesson as well. So, um, if you want to listen in, then um, then cool, stay with me. Um, if you want to catch up on this later, then you can check out the Mastering You podcast. So you can find that on any of the podcast platforms. So Apple, Spotify, any of those, Google Podcasts. Just search Mastering You with Matt Sutton. Awesome. I'm just going to have a quick look, see if we've got any comments yet. Feel free to post your uh, your own lessons below. So uh, let's kick, kick it off, guys. So um, let's start with nutrition. I'm, I've made some notes on this. So I'm going to be kicking around all over the place. But um, nutrition. So in 2020, I think 2020 for me, nutrition-wise, was the year I really kind of embraced intermittent fasting um, early on in 2020, around about the time when the, the pandemic kicked off. Um, I got really back into sort of keto, ketogenic dieting and intermittent fasting. And I really found the 16-8 protocol just worked really well for me. So in case you've never done any sort of intermittent fasting or any fasting of any type before, um, there are there are lots of benefits to it. Uh, one of the benefits is really it kind of gets your appetite in check. So this time of year actually isn't a bad time to practice some intermittent fasting. Fasting because typically over the Christmas period we eat too much, right? And the problem with e eating too much is your body gets used to eating more. Uh, it sounds obvious, but intermittent fasting. You, it kind of like it, it sorts that out because you have to go through the process of feeling hungrier for a few hours or so. But what happens is, as your hormones get regulated, I won't go into all the science of it, but as your hormones kick in and your ghrelin levels, which is one of your which is your known as your hunger hormone, once that kind of evens out, those hunger, um, those feelings of hunger kind of like start to decrease. And you go through this period where you're actually feeling, wow, I'm, I'm actually feeling fine. And you kind of can't believe it. Like when we, we've just had one of our LPT members, um, he's just done, I think it's a 60 or 70 hour fast. 
Um, that, you know, for some of you watching, that may sound crazy. Um, he's been training with us every day since we started. Uh, Malcolm, if you're, if you're listening, then a big shout out to you. Big well done for, uh, for doing that. And I did a coaching call with him and he was absolutely buzzing. Okay, now he's not going to stay. You know, a lot of people think, oh, that's unhealthy not to do that. You know, your body, if you've got body fat to lose, you'd be surprised at how long you can go um, in a fasted state. And, and actually, yeah, it's, it's got loads of health benefits, longevity. It gives your digestive system a bit of a break. Um, and there are, there are lots of other reasons to do some fasting. But for me, the sweet spot was a 16-8 protocol. So I would have dinner around kind of like 7 o'clock, 7.30. And I just wouldn't eat until like midday the next day, maybe 1 o'clock, sometimes 2 o'clock. And that, that just suited my personal lifestyle because as a PT, as a coach, you know, when our gyms are open, I'll be up really early. I'll be coaching people, training people. So, you know, I just have like a black coffee or maybe a, a keto drink. And then I just wouldn't eat until one o'clock and I'd be fine, you know, because your body gets conditioned to that way, you know. And so I would have an eating window of about eight hours. Um, so it, it's just one thing that worked for me. But, you know, you can try it out yourself. And um, so that was that was number one lesson in 2020 on nutrition. So. Uh, what we got next? So moving on to uh, business-related lessons. So one of the, yeah, one this one here is a real simple one. It, a lot of these lessons, I guess, are fairly obvious, but it's not until you kind of really experience it you realize the importance. So for me in business, like if you're a business business owner like myself, building strong relationships is absolutely essential, and I think. One of the reasons LPT has been able to continue delivering, you know, what I think our members would agree a really great service is we've spent lots of time over the years building really strong relationships. You know, we're not like a gym where you go to and you're just a number. You know, we really genuinely care about your results and we genuinely care about you achieving your best results in your life. And you know, because I personally been doing that with LPT for the last 12 years, you know, those relationships have stood us in good stead. And we've had loads of support from our members. And it's been phenomenal. It's, it's, you know, it's almost been a reminder to me that that investment in time, you know, building strong relationships, it will, it will last you um, for, a, for a hell of a long time. So, you know, whether you're just starting a business or, or you're, you're running a business, never forget the power of you know, building strong relationships and maintaining those strong relationships. So, you know, I, I do email marketing to my, my email list pretty much weekly. Um, we're doing contents like I do content like this pretty much um, two to three times a week. Um, I do coaching calls. We obviously see our members uh, in, in our studios when we're open and it, it really pays off. So um, that would be number two on my list okay let's move on to mindset so um this lesson here is don't wait till it's too late okay don't wait till it's too late and this is this is kind of covering like um uh, an array of different categories so when i say don't wait till it's too late i'm talking about things like your mobility your nutrition your health your general wellness too often we wait and allow things to get to the point where they break 
before we start to make a change. And I definitely, that was one lesson that I, I've learned recently. Um, had, have had some really bad uh, back pain and, and some kind of like issues that I've been working with just over Christmas. That if I'm honest, it's just been down to me. It's my own responsibility. And it's me kind of not paying attention to certain types of training that I should have been doing and just, just kind of thinking that I didn't need to. And I made the mistake that a lot of people make is wait, wait until it's too late. And, you know, it was I think it was Christmas Eve where I literally for two weeks, actually following Christmas Eve, I literally couldn't sit down due to some sciatic pain. And that's really just down to not following the, the type of training program I should have been in 2020. And I definitely learned my lesson. But, you know, there's lots of people that you know, do the same with their nutrition. You know, that if you if you have one takeaway, if you have one McDonald's or, you know, you're not going to get fat from that one meal. The problem is, if you're having that every week, if you're drinking every night, you're not, you know, you're not going to have an issue there and then. But it's that culmination, and 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 then you're waiting to the point where you get type two diabetes, you get liver problems. Okay, so stop, stop waiting. I guess is the lesson, and just start taking action now. You know, so that's number three, guys. Um, post your own lessons below if you're joining me live. So number four on my list, we're moving on to fitness. Okay, fitness is, okay, so this one here, this is a, a real short, short and easy one. But again, it's one of those that I, um, I and a lot of people definitely neglect. So it's not forgetting your deep tissue work. So I'm sure some of you out there are really good at going to your local sports massage therapist and getting like a deep tissue massage to release and relieve the, the tight muscles in your body. Um, but if you're not doing that, you know, then and then a, a real simple fix for that and one that will save you quite a lot, lot of money is doing some some deep tissue fascial release work. I actually have some, actually have always, I, I literally have these uh, deep tissue massage balls pretty much everywhere in my work bag, in my drawers at home. So you can always like right now I could stick this one behind my back. I could just start to release some tension, some pain. These aren't going to cure your back pain. They're not going to cure any, any, anything that structurally, but they will just release that tension. And, you know, in the long run, that can save you a lot of, of, of pain. So, you know, for me personally, uh, getting back to doing some deep tissue release work regularly is is definitely on my agenda you know so whether you typically a good time to do that is just before your workout or after a long day when you're kind of feeling a little bit stressed you know when you you know when you can feel like the tension in your shoulders or around your shoulders you know doing some deep breath work some diaphragmatic breathing and then following that up with some deep tissue work so maybe some foam rolling um, maybe, like I said, some deep tissue massage therapy that can be absolutely awesome. Okay. Um, next up, let's move back to where are we? Do, 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 do. Um, let's go up to um, nutrition again. So I mentioned last time um, in nutrition category that I've been following the, the 16A intermittent fasting um, strategy. And one of the things that I started doing again. Around about the time last February that, um, that worked really well for me to help me with that is using what's known as exogenous ketones. 
So I won't go too kind of like sciencey on this. We actually have a full podcast on fasting, by the way. So if you check out Mastering You, the podcast, um, you can find the podcast with myself and uh, and Gavin, um, Gavin Allenson, uh, where we go deep into this. But ex exogenous ketones, basically a, a simple powder form drink. You drink it. Um, it's a bit of a hack. You know, it, it's it's not fatty, but, uh, you know, it's not something you would do all the time. But I just found they really helped and made it easy to stick to the 16-8 some days. So I wouldn't always use them, um, but they definitely, one of the things that they do is they get you into a, a ketogenic state within about half an hour to 45 minutes. So you feel pretty amazing. Um, and they definitely, once you hit that that point where you feel hungry, they they, they kick that in the bud because, because of the ketogenic state that you go in. So that was my other nutrition uh, lesson. Uh, another lesson, another business lesson actually was was a recent one from um, Mr. The Legend That Is, Dax Moy. If you missed the episode I did with Dax, then definitely go and listen in on that one. I think that was around 53, 54. So the lesson from Dax was to read more fiction. So um, if you're a business owner, then probably like most of you like me, you tend to read businessy books, you know, productivity books, business books, maybe learning about your expertise in business, so whatever that is, you know, but then the business itself. So whether it's marketing, sales, um, and I, I never, I very, very rarely ever read fiction. And he's, he said that one of the reasons that he's been such a prolific writer over the years and content creator is because he reads lots of fiction. And because he reads lots of fiction, he learns how to use different words better. He, he, he basically becomes a better writer as a result of using fiction. Be able to kind of explain things better, I guess. And, and in a way that actually gets the audience really engaged. And that when you, when you mentioned that, that kind of definitely struck a, struck a kind of like a, a chord with me because if there's one thing I've always found with Dax and, and many of my peers is he's, he's such, such an engaging guy. So that's always been very awesome for me. So so that's number eight, I think, uh, seven or eight now we're on, and that was the business. And then moving back on to where are we, mindset. Okay, here's one for you guys. So uh, post below if anyone uses a to-do list. Uh, pop a uh, pop a okay. Oh, we've got we've got a couple of comments here. I'll get to them in a second. So if you um if you write a to do list, here is my lesson. Um, is it's all and I, I'm never I can never say this word, but it's all about specificity. Yes, I said it first go. Specificity. Um, so one of the things that I found is, um, for instance, if I schedule a workout in my diary, so if I say, right, if I put a, you know, schedule in tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., workout, you know, even though I've scheduled it, I would say, and I've, I've kind of reviewed this, I would say on average, about 20, 30% of the time, I would not do it. So I've scheduled it, but I just not do it. About 20, 30% of the time. However, if I actually write down what the workout's going to be, or if I'm following a program that I've pre-programmed for myself, 
there's only like five, 10% chance that I won't do it. So what's the difference there? The difference is I'm giving my mind, I'm giving my brain clarity. So, you know, I just mentioned Dax Moy a second ago. And in the episode, we talk about prediction response. Okay, so prediction response in regards to the brain basically means when you give your brain um, more clarity, more prediction about what's going to happen, you you gain more confidence and you, you give your brain the kind of the, the upshot that, yes, you can, you're going to do this. Okay, the problem is with a lack of specificity, if you just say work out, you're giving yourself work. You're having to think about, okay, what I'm going to do. This is one of the reasons why so many people don't get results in the gym because they just walk into the gym. They've got no plan. They're just sort of like, oh, what should I do? Or maybe I'll go on the cross trainer or maybe I'll do a few weights. And they walk out and they feel like they've not done anything because they probably haven't done anything. <laughs> and this is like, you know, no, no judgment, but this is why other people get great results at LPT because we, we pre-plan for them. We do the programming for them. So they don't have to worry about that why they get such good results because they're, they're doing the best type of programming but they're not having to think about it um but you know this you can use this strategy with anything so rather than writing down you know i'm gonna batch cook for instance like we talk to we talk about batch cooking a lot with our members yeah you might do it but there's a much higher chance that you'll batch cook if you actually write down the recipe that you're gonna batch cook so if you say, right, this weekend, I'm going to batch cook X, Y, Z. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a curry on Sunday night or Saturday night, and I'm going to batch cook three portions for lunches next week. And this is the recipe that I'm going to follow. Guess what? You're gonna, there's a much higher likelihood that you're actually going to do it. And this sounds like Nick Pity, Nick, Nick Pity, <laughs> Nick Picky, but Nick Picky. I can't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> but it makes a massive difference. Um, so, yeah, just just try that out. So when next time you're writing your to-do list, you, basically what I'm saying is, is give yourself more clarity about what you're actually going to do. I've actually started doing this with cold showers as well. I'm, I've even started um, putting my schedule cold showers. Like with the injury that I've had, I've found cold showers to be an absolute game changer. But, you know, if I just put in, like, let, let me let me go to a, an extreme. Like, if you're, if I, if even the term cold shower puts you off and you were to put in that in your diary and you looked at what you've got to do, cold shower, you'd probably run a mile. Whereas if you were to sort of say, well, okay, I'm going to do a cold shower because it's going to, it's going to release inflammation from my body. It's going to release the tightness in my body. It's going to improve my energy for that day. If that's the thing that you're reading, then you are far more likely to actually do that cold shower, right? So um, anyway, I think I've got my point across with that. Uh, so Martin has said, been a tough year, lockdown, not always easy for me to keep positive, but probably biggest lesson I've taken is to be patient and realize I can't change or force anything out of my control. Uh, not working, but training, but studying to be a PT. Also, yeah, I saw that saw that buddy um, and have also worked hard on my own training and nutrition have lost two and a half stone um, fantastic can't pick a cure for the moment um, although I'm poor now rather than billiard snooker cool well I mean fantastic well done for losing two and a half stone during a pandemic um, 
most people mightn't have been gaining two and a half stone. So that that is absolutely awesome. Um, you, and regarding not being positive, again, like, you know, you definitely won't be on your own. But I, I would say that's a massive positive in itself that you've actually managed to lose that amount of weight. So there's obviously something that you're doing. And in regards to becoming a PT, you know, you've got a story to tell right there, which, you know, a lot of people will really relate to. So, yes, that's going to be massively on your side as you start to grow your PT business. And feel free to always um, reach out to me if you need help with that. So, cool. Where are we getting specific? Um, another, another fitness lesson. Last year in particular, particularly after the first lockdown or during the first lockdown. In fact, I, I must admit, I've been doing this for a few years, but I didn't realize how useful it was until the, uh, the pandemic. Uh, so this is batching my cardio. Okay, so this is more of a, it's kind of a fitness lesson, but it's also like a productivity lesson. So I, I started doing this, like I said, a few years ago. I, if I was doing emails, you know, like anyone that, that works for themselves, you know, lots of emails, um, or maybe I just want to like listen to a new audio book or podcast, I would always try and batch my cardio work with those tasks. Because, you know, if I'm just walking outside or if I'm just cycling on like a recumbent bike, you know, I could easily do both at the same time. So a lot, you know, let's face it, when it comes to fitness and, you know, working out, one, you know, time and money are generally the, the two biggest obstacles for most people. So if burning calories is up on your agenda because you want to lose weight or you just want to improve your cardio fitness, then why not get double the amount done? Why not, you know, if you've got messages to send or I use, um, I, I do coaching calls when I'm doing my cardio sometimes, I do WhatsApp messages, I send my guys, um, my group, like WhatsApp uh, voice memos. There's so many things that you can do just whilst batching your cardio. And it just means you get so much more done. Um, sometimes I'll even just, I'll, I'll, I'll actually write my emails using the voice memo. So I don't know if you know that you can do that, but you can just, you can just type out your voice, your emails or your text messages using your own voice, providing your phone can recognize, <laughs> can recognize your voice and your accent. Um, but again, just saves so much time. So that's my little, uh, my little lesson for you guys on the fitness front. And it's like a little productivity hack as well. Um, so we're getting to, we're getting close now to the 10. Uh, what else have we got? Business, another business lesson that I learned. And again, this is, this is one of those lessons that, you know, when you hear a lesson or you, or you read a lesson, or you, or maybe you just read something in a book and you think that it's a good idea, but it takes a few times to kind of really register. I think this is the first time I heard this was probably like four or five years ago. Um, but I think it really truly hit home around the early last year. And this is this is another business lesson. So any of you guys running a business, I think this this one will be an absolute game changer for you. So this is redefining what your business actually does. What actually is it that you do? Okay, so like for me, most personal trainers think that they just deliver personal training. And that's not, that's generally not what you do. That's not what you want to be known for. 
um, you know, because if that is what you label yourself as, then you don't have any USP. There's loads of personal trainers out there. So what makes you different? What is it that you actually deliver? And, you know, that can relate to any type of business, whether it's, you know, um, beauticians or hairdressers or car mechanics. Like, what do you actually deliver? And um, so for for me, I knew that, I knew, I've known for many years that we're not about personal training or just getting people fit. What we're about is empowering people with the knowledge, the education, the guidance and the support to live what we call like a triple H life, which is health, happiness and high performance. OK, now, can you see how that is completely different? Well, like if I think about what's going to motivate me to get up in the morning to go and help people, is it going to be? well, I'm going to go and do some personal training with some people or is it going to be I want to help people live healthier, happier, higher performing life and empower them with the knowledge and the support to do that? Well, obviously, it's going to be the second one. Okay, so, you know, have a think about that. Have a think about, you know, what is it that you're actually doing? mate? And, and the thing is with this, this isn't just a... This isn't just a lesson that you know business owners can gain from. This is any job that you have. You know, there's going to be a far deeper reason for it than just the job title. Like even you know, let's say you're a carer. You know, that was one of my first jobs. You know, care work. You know, you shouldn't be going to work thinking that you're just a carer. Like, you know, what is it that you actually do? You 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 could think, well, I empower someone else's life. I build confidence in them and I self-worth for them you know so do not don't define yourself by just your job role I guess is the the lesson in a way uh so we, we we're kind of getting there now guys um what else have I got I think I think that is uh no no we've still got a few more still got a few more so uh batch batch of your cardio done that one um this is another fitness lesson. So this this is a quite a biggie actually. So this is good health suits being an all-rounder. Okay, so that's the lesson. Good actually I would change that to great health suits being an all-rounder. Okay? So what does that mean? It means what what I find and what I've observed over the years is people tend to fit into one category quite often. So they'll they'll be maybe they'll be runners or maybe they'll be cyclists, or maybe they'll be bodybuilders, or maybe they'll be crossfitters. And there's nothing wrong with being in a club. That's fantastic. But what I tend to find is that is people will often get really sidetracked in only being in that one lane, so that they'll be absolutely just pure crossfit, or they'll be absolutely purely runners. And if they're runners, they're not going to do anything else. Or if it's cycling, they're not going to do anything else but cycle. And, you know, what I would say is from a health standpoint, it's a bad strategy, you know. So from a health standpoint, unless you're wanting to be an elite athlete in that area, unless you want to be a champion bodybuilder or a champion powerlifter or a champion runner, the only thing that you're going to have to show for having that kind of level of commitment if that's all you're doing, long-term is likely going to be some injuries. You know, I've seen this time and time again 
with runners over the years, they'll have knee problems because they've done a lack of strength training in their body over the years. Um, if it's some sort of like bodybuilding, you know, that they're going to lack the cardiovascular fitness long term often. And this, this is, this isn't, this is, this is a generalized thing I'm saying here. So I'm not calling out everyone that does these things. You know, I think they're all great. I think they're all really good things to do. But um, what I would suggest and what the lesson is, is, is try and be more of an all-rounder. If your goal is just to be a healthy human, then do some strength training, do some cycling, do some running, you know, play some sports, mix it up, and you will reap the benefits long term because long term you're going to build um, some agility you're going to build some mobility if you do some yoga you're going to build some strength if you do some strength training or bodybuilding you're going to do some build some cardiovascular fitness if you do some running or cycling and that is how you build health so i think that is our 10 now i've got a couple of bonus uh bonus ones for you as well so bonus number one, just to wrap up this episode, is objectivity is the key to progress. So taking an, what I find when people are going on the journey of self-improvement, trying to get fitter bodies, be healthier, is if they're not seeing fast results, they really beat themselves up, you know, and they, they sort of tell themselves they can't do it and they quit which is really sad. So what this lesson is all about is taking a really objective approach to your progress and almost looking at it like you're coaching someone else, you know, and each week just kind of like looking at the different areas that you want to improve and rather than thinking of yourself and being judgmental of yourself, almost imagine you are coaching yourself and imagine that you you know, just just how would you talk to yourself? I bet I bet any money you'd be a lot kinder to yourself. You know, too often people like beat themselves up and, and call themselves like names, you know, whereas if you could be objective about yourself and say, look, you know, it's been a tough time. It's been, it's been you know, we're going through chaotic times right now. Um, pick yourself up. We can do this, this, this next week. Um, but also just just it helps you call out the areas that you can be better at, you know, because what what often we can easily do is we can kind of lie to ourselves and we can kind of pretend that we're trying. But actually, you know what, we, we could we could do a lot better. So objectivity is is and it's really hard, by the way. So it's like it's, it's something that I try and do and it's something that I'm trying to get better at. But it is really hard to be objective. What am I? What would be my best recommendations to improve it? Number one on the list would be journaling. Okay, so sitting down, spending maybe five minutes a day, ideally, but at least five minutes a week, just reviewing the areas that you want improvement on. So if you're looking to improve your your health generally, you'd look at things like. You know, what's my nutrition been like this week? What's my hydration been like this week? What's my step count been like this week? You know, have I got my two or three strength training sessions in this week? You know, if it's business or career related, you know, did I finish my project? Am I work? Am I being as productive as I want to be this week? 
did I get my top three things on my to-do list done this week? So hopefully that gives you a, a bit of an idea and some ideas around how you can be more objective about your progress and not be so hard on yourself. Uh, cool. Anyone else that's got any uh, any of their own lessons that want to share, then feel free to drop them down in the comments below. Um, so I'm just gonna have a quick sip of water, guys. Okay, so we've got a last my last one. Uh, maybe a little bit controversial, <laughs> but my, my last big lesson is um, I've been hearing this term a lot that. The, the pandemic is like could be the great the great they call it the great reset. Um, not sure how I feel about that yet. Um, and I think that the idea of the great reset is because it, there can be a, this whole pandemic pandemic can completely change the way that the world works. Basically, um, I'm not going to get into that. What I do think the pandemic has done is I would change that that lesson i would call it this is the great wake up okay not the great reset but the great wake up i think if there's one thing we can learn from the pandemic is we really do need to take personal responsibility for our health okay so and um and by the way i'm not i'm not no um anti-vax or anything like that i think you know it's great that we we have a vaccine on the way i hope it's going to save you know many many lives but the truth of the matter is, you know, we we if there's one thing that we can learn from this whole thing, and just if even right now, if we look at you know what's going to happen over the next 12 to 24 months, if you're in a healthy state, if you're not obese, if you're not vitamin you know depleted, you're going to have a far better chance of fighting this virus, and. You know, we shouldn't need a virus to kind of wake us up to the fact that we should be working on our health, you know, regularly anyway. But we, one thing that I'm kind of like a little bit concerned about is how much people are relying purely on a vaccine, um, thinking that this is the thing that's going to, you know, save them. And, you know, we, we really don't know yet. We don't know what the stats are going to be. You know, um, they're talking about 90% efficacy but that's not looking at all different age populations you know some projections are for the for the elderly it's more like 30 40 percent um so we, we really don't know if we look at the flu vaccine for instance you know i was really shocked if i'm honest I, I this is an area that i've never studied but i was really shocked to find out that the the flu shot um will often only have a, a success rate of around 40 to 60 percent Okay, so, um, you know, do we really want to rest our laurels on something that's only got maybe only a 40% success rate? So the truth of the matter is we always want to put ourselves in the best position we can be in. So, yes, if a vaccine helps, fantastic. But the thing that's going to help even more on top of that is being in great health. And it seems to me that this is a message that isn't really talked about that much. You know, it's all about the vaccine. It's all about the vaccine is going to be the thing that saves us. Um, I'm not hearing much on improving your health. Um, so, you know, if, if there's one lesson that we can all take from this whole chaotic 12, 13 months um, is, well, no, it's not that long. It's about 10 months, isn't it? Jesus is, you know, we need to take responsibility. 
um, that you know that we, we don't know how you know how much this vaccine is going to save us. So you know, honestly, guys, like you know, if you listen to this now or on the record, you know, if you know the areas where you can really pull things up, then then start doing it. You know, we we, we what we do know already is that this virus is 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 not doing so well for people that have obesity that have diabetes that are vitamin um depleted particularly uh vitamin d um if you are uh, if you are deficient in vitamin d vitamin c that's definitely an area to look at immediately um but ultimately just just getting in good health working on your gut health working on you know losing some weight getting to a healthy weight it's going to put you in the best the best state possible so that if you were to get this awful virus, you're going to be able to beat it. Okay. So hopefully I don't think that's true, too controversial really, but it's just state stating the obvious really. But uh, it seems to me that it's a message that isn't talked about enough. Um, so anyway, guys, I hope you have found these lessons to be of use. I'd love to know which ones that you personally maybe are going to take away with you. So just a bit of a summary. I talked about intermittent fasting. I shared the lesson of how 16-8 has been working really well with me alongside using exogenous ketones. Um, in business, I talked about the importance of building relationships, reading more fiction to help me come, become a better writer. I talked about the importance of uh, redefining your business or your job role so that you have more purpose within it and so that people understand what you are about. Um, talked about in mindset, not waiting until it's too late. So, you know, don't wait until it's too late from a mobility, nutrition, health standpoint. Um, from a productivity point of view, I talked about getting specific with your to-do list. So don't just write stuff down that you've got to do. Write down why you've got to do them and write down how you're going to do them. And the chances of you actually completing that to-do list is going to increase massively. Uh, talked about objectivity. So taking an objective approach to your progress. Okay, not being so damn hard on yourself is key. Uh, Fitness-wise, I talked about remembering to get your deep tissue working. Okay, so whether it's going for a deep tissue massage or whether it's doing some deep tissue work yourself, I uh, also talked about batching your cardio. So uh, this is about getting more done in less time. So getting your steps in, getting your calories burnt whilst maybe consuming content, maybe listening to a podcast like this, okay? Um, and also talked about being an all-rounder, you know, not sticking to one lane, not just, just doing the running or just doing the cycling or just doing the strength training. You know, think about your health as a whole, look at all the different compartments to it, whether it's your cardiovascular fitness, your strength, your endurance, okay? And obviously, lastly, the great wake-up lesson. It's time for us to take responsibility for our health, for our well-being, and not rest all our laurels on others, okay? So I um, hope you found that useful. Thanks for tuning in. and. Um, so uh, it's been it's, yeah it's been great to kind of like be able to do this still and uh it's been great feedback they've been getting thanks to everyone that's continued to support us 
Um, we're just about to kick off our online six-week transformation challenge with our members. We have a couple of spots still available. So if anyone wants to get involved or wants to learn more about that, um, we have daily training sessions. We have workshops similar to this, but going in a bit more detailed. We have uh, you get you get access to one-to-one -one coaching calls with myself and a whole lot of other awesome stuff. So uh, get in touch. You can do that by um, either messaging me via one of these platforms, or you can drop us an email over at admin at lifestyle-pt.co.uk. Take care, guys. Speak to you soon. This episode was sponsored by LPT Meal Prep. After years of hearing the excuse, Matt, I never have the time to eat healthy or cook healthy meals, I finally decided to do something about it. So we're now offering pre-cooked healthy meals delivered to your door. When you go to our website, you can see all of the nutritional information. And um, it's a real simple three-step process. So you put your order in, you'll receive your pre-cooked meals, and then you pop them in the microwave for three or four minutes. So all you need to do is head on over to bit.ly forward slash LPT meal prep. So that's bit.ly forward slash LPT meal prep. And on your first order, you'll get a 10% discount. Some of my favorites are the halloumi Nikor's salad, the naked beef burger, the naked mushroom fajita, and the teriyaki salmon. But go ahead, choose which meals you like, or you can build your own. Enjoy.